Hey, Adam. Hey. What? Is this thing on? Hello? Hello? I'm Adam Ennis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Daily jazz advice coming at you. Our intros have started to, like, uh, collapse upon themselves. <laughs> I like... think we've done every possible witty intro. Witty. <laughs> well, that's a that's a broad <laughs> definition of witty, my friend. Well, and, and some others, too. But uh, <laughs> you know what? I think tomorrow it's going to come back together. I'm feeling good. Okay. Okay, okay cool. Yeah, we, we can't have everything. All right. What are we talking about today? Today we're asking ourselves a question. Yes. How many choruses should we take? Um, are we, is this a rhetorical That's, question? I just want a number. It? I just, I'm going to, I want to pay you to just tell me what to do. <laughs> Four. Done. Yeah. Okay. I would say like, you'll if, hear it. <laughs> I would say if we had to pin me down with a number, it would be four, but that's only, I mean, that would be your biggest, the, the largest probability of success. And I would only probably pin it at like 30 to 40% of the time that that would work out well. Yep. Um, but if you had to say a number, see, you thought you were being funny with asking that I question. I know. Yeah. You actually Bam, had I a gave solid you a bad, number, I gave you a dude. Bad wow. number. A solid number, but bad. No, I mean, I think, you know, the, the overall thing, the over under on this is something like three or four, because I'm a big believer in less is more when this comes to soloing in general. But we're going to go on a semi-deep dive. Like, we don't like to say we're in the shallow end, but we're not in the deep end. We're kind of in the middle lanes, right? Yeah, it's like four, four, four and, and a half lap feet. Lanes. Four, four and a half feet. Yeah, lap Our lanes heads, are good. Yeah. My, my, my head's barely popping out above, <laughs> above it. It's all good. We can touch the bottom. <laughs> but. Can, hey, hey, hey. hey <laughs> Speak for yourself. Okay, so how many courses should you take? Does This basically... Um, I think a better way to think about this, we can definitely break it down by chorus, of course. Yeah. But the better thing is really how long should my solo be? Yeah. Right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's the bigger picture. Like yeah. a solo is normally made up of choruses. Sometimes it's one chorus. Sometimes it's free, though. So there are some situations where you'd have how long should my solo be, and there is no choruses. But that's kind of an outlier. Yeah, I mean, and this is where the number gets tricky, right? Because if you're talking about a fast blues versus, like, you know, love for sale in a slow, right. medium tempo, like, it's going to be vastly different. Right. right? So. Ballad version of love for sale. Take, right. take one-fourth of a chorus. Yeah, please. exactly, yeah. <laughs> Go to the bridge. Yeah. Um, but but we, we, we love the, the first uh, thing that we always say, number one, because it applies so much. But today it really applies. Number one? Listen. Right. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna frame the, this whole answer. Well, another thing we talk about often that I think applies to this is when we talk about like what voicing should I play, and the answer is well, that depends. You know right. what has happened just before and what's going to happen just after. Right. And I think this applies to how many courses, how long should my solo be, what has just happened, where, yes. where are we at in the tune, where are we at in the set, where are we at in the night. You know, like yeah. if it's if it's the first tune of the first uh, set. Yeah. Oh, you can go long on that one. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. You, don't. you don't want to take 32 choruses of the blues, right? Because you, you, you set the tone, then, you know, you, you're setting the standard at, like, we're only going to play three tunes this set, basically. Yeah, is what exactly, you're right. Or, you know, it's just like, you, <clears throat> but it's more of a greeting, that first one, right? So you, yeah. you definitely want to, like, kind of get in and get out, yep. play something fun, say hello to everybody in a musical way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, unless it's, like, a, the vibe What's is happening? super serious. I'm Adam, and I'm here to play some jazz. Yeah. But that might be different from the last tune of the night, the encore tune, where it's yep. like everybody's riled up and it's a big fast one, and it's just like you know. I'm Adam, and I'm done. Peace. Like that. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like this concept because it's really framing the how many courses I should take, way bigger than most people think about. Like on that tune, 
maybe depending on what happened before, what after, you're talking about what's happening on the whole night, keeping that in mind, the flow I, of the gig. You know how I like to do it, man. I like to go out in scope and then bring it back right, in. Right. So we paint can it do on, both. And then come and micro paint the little, the little detail. Exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly right. So no, that, but that's good because we, we have to look at the big picture first because that is always how the, the, the things inside of it fit into that. Because to the listener, like, you know, people come in to hear music um, I always like to think it's just like musicians listening to music when we're when we're not being nerds and critical about it. Mm-hmm. Like when we just sit and enjoy something, that's exactly like a listener. And, and the more we get into a like, oh, but we know better. Yeah. What do you know about drop twos? I don't yeah. know nothing. Okay. Yeah. Let's tell you the truth. Yeah. But you know, so the more we think about now, we may be more experienced listeners, but it really is no different in terms of like the enjoyment level. So the closer you can get to, to instead of thinking like trying to figure out what you think people would like, put yourself in the listener's shoes. That's right. So that's why I always say, like, short, you know, it's not about, oh, should you play longer or shorter? It's just for most people on most tunes, they, you know, there's a higher percentage of people playing too long. For sure. Um, and then with really good players that are interesting, they usually play shorter. So it's like, I would love for that to be reversed. I want to yeah, hear the good stuff for longer and the bad stuff for shorter. You know, it's kind of like... yeah. It's 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 like I, I want to get a great bottle of wine for three dollars, not a crappy bottle of wine right. for eighty dollars. But that's how it goes down. Sometimes. But don't you think that the 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 reason why the better players play shorter is because they know what they're saying more. Like and and not so good players are sort of searching. No, so, it's because shorter is better. Shorter, shorter is better than taller. I mean, longer. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, you know, I I I think about our friend Montez Coleman who says stuff like, "Well, if you're not playing anything, just get out." Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Hello. So. We should You'll assess, like, are you playing anything worth <laughs> right. going on? Because if you're, because because uh, to Montez's point, if you are playing something, if you're saying something, you can keep going. That's right. And people want to hear it. But well, if you're not saying anything with your solo, uh, you got to have that self-awareness and keep it short, man. Right. No, so now we're getting into, so we've got the whole thing we're thinking about. Now we're getting into, like, the actual solo. And I love this because that's sort of like your first gate before we even talk about, well, are you developing it or whatever? Are you playing anything? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that that's going to tell you right there. Forget about like what was played before and what after. If you're not even coming up to the level of playing something. I mean, I think by by that he means, are you playing anything good? Yeah, of course you're playing something. Yeah. But, are, but are you adding to the vibe? Are you adding to the melodic? Kind? Are you doing well, something I, of interest? What he actually said was, are you saying anything? Are you saying right? anything? Right. So and what I what I hear when he says that is is like, are you speaking to the people? Like, right. is it is it landing? Are you saying something worth hearing? Exactly right. like what you're saying. But yeah, if if you don't know if you are or not, you're not. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and keep it Does short. Does this blouse look good on me? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a rhetorical question. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, absolutely. And so that, but I like that too, because Montez is tapping to the thing I was talking about in far of we, the way we listen to it on the bandstand is the same way of really somebody who's, look, if somebody's in the audience on their phone, but not paying attention, of For course sure. they're not here. Sure. But somebody that, that it doesn't have to be a musician, but just is listening, that's likely going to be very much in line with, like, we might be a little bit more critical, but it's the same thing. Like if they're saying something, it's going to be like, like there's situations where a really good player can go a little bit more into house mode, what we call, which is really about like trying to connect with the audience in a very sort of base level. Um, but there's times when that's great too. So sometimes we'll turn our noses up to that. But I'm like, they're saying something. It might be, might not be the sophistication level that we think. But if it's what the music calls for, that's what's important, you know. For sure. Yeah. So I think that's sort of the next level. The first thing is, are you saying anything? Because if not, get out. Yeah. But then, let's go with the assumption that you're saying something. Do you do the things I do sometimes as pianists? I think, you know, our natural human reaction if when someone who just played before us 
absolutely destroys the stage. Yeah. Is to be like, well, I'm gonna. No, get... I try to distract everybody. I Look know. over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, so, but this is something we deal with yeah. a lot because we're usually not the first soloist we're playing with a big group, right? Right. right. Um, so something I don't, I see a lot of really good players do that I don't see a lot of intermediate and not very good players do is they'll just kind of skate and then let it go. Like right. you have the awareness that the peak of the tune has kind of happened. Yes. You know what I mean? And right. I can maybe get something, I can say something a little like as a period on that. Right. But I'm not going to go 32 choruses on this guy. No. You know, right now. I'll save it for the next one. You know what I mean? Well, I think those situations sometimes, like if it's a really killing solo and the arc is kind of... Um, You've hit the mountaintop, and there isn't. Sometimes it's a feeling like you want to go back to the mountain. For sure. Sometimes you, you yeah. have that feeling like, okay, well now we can take our time and do this. Right. My but if way. you're not, to me, that would call for number of courses zero. You could cue out. Yeah. yeah, because just to ramble for one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're scared to mess up the vibe, or no, you can't equal that. You know, that's not usually what that moment calls for. For sure. And so a lot of times people, even when they think they're being humble, you know, just like a humble brag is not humble at all it's a it's a cocky brag yeah, actually. yeah. um that's kind of the humble brag of like oh i'm gonna you know i could it that's not what the music like like you're putting yourself ahead of the music that's right you know so when you see that happening that's what i'm saying is like you could cue it out mm-hmm. to something or or break it down you know to the basal or whatever like yeah like you have change more resp- the vibe yeah you, know? you have more responsibility to change and, and say something profound it doesn't have to be a mountaintop like that, but if you think about like how lucky is it? Like, and I'm talking like true mountaintop. That might only happen once or twice a night. For sure. So if that happens and it feels like it's time Ooh. to sort of take things out, you know, put yourself behind the music. You know, we're always behind the music. Even the person who plays goes up to the mountaintop. She's behind the music. Yeah. So it's like you, you, the music just happens to go through her at that moment. That's great, but it's not about her. It's not about you. So. How exciting is it when you hit that mountaintop and then you take the head out and then it's done? For sure. Because then it's still resonating. So that's a lot of times putting the ego aside. I like I like to just not. And sometimes even people are like, oh, you should have played. I'm like, no, the music didn't hear. Yeah. I, I wanted to. I was inspired by what happened. Yeah. But the music, I knew it was going to be, if you can ascertain like what's going to be the strongest group statement on that tune and on that evening, yeah. then, man, when you get people thinking about that, cool things can happen. You'll get another chance yeah. on another no, for Totally. And there's like the flip of that too. So another good strategy for this, if, if someone hit that mountaintop or whatever, and you want to kind of keep it going is like, sometimes I'll, I'll immediately go into trading with the drums, right. And try yeah. to like get that vibe happening. Yeah. And, Cause you can keep that energy up and it's different enough in, in timbre and you don't have to arc the solo in the same right. way. You know what I mean? And it's a good sort of structural thing with the whole tune then for in sure. terms of the architecture. It's like a separate thing as opposed to like, Oh, here's another solo. Because if you play a mediocre solo, after a great solo, or even if you play a very good one, and it kind of is is not something architecturally setting it apart, that some of the magic of that solo is lost. You still remember it, but like you're hearing whatever's last in your mind is sort of what the listeners for sure focused on. Because our art is like linear, like that. It's moving. I feel like we moved into the deep end on this one, man. Ooh, we did. Like we're in the eight foot. Should section we stick us on the, the premium yeah. uh, premium feed only? Oh, I don't know about okay. that. Oh, so. No, it's not that good. Okay, <laughs> no, but. Um, no, but it's a really interesting thing, and I think what we're talking about and really talking through here is stuff that really good jazz musicians um, develop an innate sense of, and it actually doesn't take... Like, you will make mistakes with this sometimes mm. and, and miscalculate and misjudge, but the more experience, if you're open and if you, number one, listen and really commit to that, and also kind of 
listen back to how sets go. How mm. important is that? Like, go to gigs and learn the good, the bad, and the ugly, what to do, what not to do. But also listen to your own sets and make sure things are going down the way you think they are. Because once you get to the point where you know during the moment, oh, this is what's going to, okay, oh, there, the, the, you know, she went there. So, okay, so now I'm going to go here. Oh, he went there, whatever. Like, you can start to sort of not predict and make it, you know, pre-planned but you can start to say oh i've got these different choices which way do i which one's going to fit good and there's usually more than one choice but you can start to like really deal with different ways to approach things in a way that would be you know this would get into that area where you're talking about the whole set because Mm. sometimes later in a set especially when you hit that mountaintop that's definitely a time not to meander maybe early like if somebody hits that mountaintop on the second tune sometimes a little bit of a like the the listener almost needs that you kind of you gotta get it out you gotta clear their head for sure for sure so that's the fun thing there's so many different choices with these things and you know live recordings live performances of course are the best to kind of of other people because you can really sit there and sort of analyze the choices that are made but uh great recordings i mean you can you know miles davis i mean we're not gonna talk about the ones we usually talk about but i'm thinking about like live of the blackhawk there's some very good choices made with how many choruses to play on that and some people play long on that and some people play short but like you've got some good choices there um and um yeah, it's an exciting thing because that this is what really we have our biggest thumb thumbprint on an, a tune or a, or part of a performance is like how long you're going to play as your part. And yeah. you know, if it's a trio, everybody's got a big thing. If it's a big band, less so or whatever. Yeah. But this is a big influence we have. I love it, man. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. I'm glad we knocked that out. Another we just one. Had an animal coming here. Did you know that? Yeah. It's not a rodent. As Odie's often. in the house. Odie. Open studio mascot. We, we we should have got Odie on the mic or Come something on, at least. Uh, today's there. episode is sponsored by Open Studio. Go to openstudiojazz.com to check out all of our courses. What do you know about Brazilian jazz piano? Well, I know it's popping, yeah. and I know I'm working my way through it. I haven't had the time I'd wanted to. Come here, Odie. Come on. Oh, Odie's scared now. Yeah, Odie's camera uh, shy. He, he camera shy. That's right. Um, hey, buddy. Odie comes to my house almost every evening for a treat. I don't know if you knew oh, that. Oh, really? So he always gets confused when he sees me here. He's usually seeing me in my domicile with some <laughs> nice treats for him. Um, yeah, go to Open Studio Jazz. Check out Brazilian Jazz Piano. Um, we've got a lot of fun stuff happening. This is going to be a fun um, month of, of new things. We've got the Jazz Piano Technique coming out soon. It's, yeah, it's very brave of me and resilient of me to say that because we've only recorded part of it this morning, as a matter of fact. That's going to be so good. Uh, jazz Piano Technique course is going to be a course designed around our guided practice sessions. GPS, what do you know about that? Yeah, well, it's it really is your compass to getting better as a player every That's day. a good tagline. That's, That's a you good tagline. Yeah, but no, we, we focused in on that because our members have just gone crazy, gone bonkers mm. over this. They're like zombies at our windows scraping, <laughs> give me GPS. No, but it's, it's been fun. So these are, these are times when you or I or other open studio artists actually take you through a practice session with different ideas where you can practice with us and we tell you what to practice. Then we give flexibility to and show you how to do it. But it's it's a little bit of hand-holding. It's almost like you could you know hire a private tutor to sort of take you through it. And then you, you learn some of those things and you can take it to further extend in your practice. And we're kind of committing to adding this to you know all of our new courses and maybe even going back in time and adding them to some other ones. So be looking out for that. Imagine a guided meditation crossed with a Jane Fonda workout video crossed Ooh. with Penny Green. Like like an aerobics, like an '80s Jane Fonda with the leg warmers. Crossed with Benny Green. Benny Green, like it, (laughs) like it, love it. Well, till tomorrow, you'll hear it. Mm